How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Hastings Harvest. Today, I am joined by Stefan Gerbel of Saddest Forest. Now, if you haven't heard of him, he does a lot of the same stuff as me. He is a vegan content creator, and he helps people through his coaching services, which range not only from you know fitness and nutrition, but he also does a lot of the holistic side of things and a lot of things to optimize not only your body, but also your mind. And me and him definitely had a lot in common, and we learned that through this podcast. It was so, so excellent to talk to him about what he's doing through social media and how he's generating a full-time income off of it. So a lot of this podcast goes into that, but we also talk about his upbringing, how he developed into someone who adopted a vegan lifestyle. You know, he gives a lot of tips on his holistic approach to life, uh, how he listens to his intuition, how he creates his Instagram infographics, and how he's learned the marketing to be able to get consistent clients to actually produce this full-time income. So a lot of personal development topics, a lot of business topics, and a lot of vegan topics in this one. I hope you guys enjoy it. If you want to check out Stefan, if you don't know him already, it's at Satis Forest. That's S-A-T-I-S-F-O-R-E-S-T on Instagram. And then his Facebook is just Stefan Gerbel. Gerbel is spelled G-E-R-B-L. So that's enough explaining. Let's get into the podcast with Stefan. Stefan, thank you so much for coming on to the Hastings Harvest today. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to do this. And uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, picking your brain a little bit, to diving deep into your whole journey through veganism and through personal development. So to start off, I guess, just give a little a little bit of a background as to who you are, as to what you do right now. Yeah, Cole, uh, thanks to be here on this great podcast and much appreciated that we are in contact and yeah it's always good to be in touch with you and now we can talk together on that great podcast and to answer your question yeah it was pretty fluctuating everything so i've started to become vegan seven years ago and the reason was health issues because i had a disease called Lyme disease. I don't know if you ever heard about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I've been pretty weak and have lost a lot of pounds, a lot of bad symptoms like headache and vertigo, pretty weak, paresthesia. And I did a lot of stuff and the yeah doctors couldn't help. And then... I've been at natural pass and during this journey I've tried so many different things and switched up my diets several times. I've went vegetarian, also vegan, also raw vegan. I also fasted for several weeks. And yeah, in this time I created a pretty deep connection to my body, but then I decided for dieting to stay vegan so not raw vegan i also tried it but i thought vegan is the most balanced way most healthiest without any 
yeah extremes or anything mm-hmm. and when you went vegan did you find that that was helping a lot of your your health conditions that you had definitely 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 when i switched to a plant-based diet of course um i did also herbal things for the disease but I've realized that plants, and I'm also just eating organic stuff, how powerful it is. And before I was pretty, yeah, on a bodybuilding diet with chicken and fish and whey protein and everything. Mm -hmm. So I've recognized the difference a lot because I recovered faster. I also had more focus, more clarity. Also, I had more energy. My (laughs) digestion is much, much better. And when your digestion is on point, then, yeah, your overall performance is also going up. And also, my cognition went up. Uh, Of course, there are more things and more factors, not only veganism alone. But, yeah, plants, it's pretty easy to stay lean on a plant-based diet because... When you eat animal products, you never know how much fat is in this or how much fat is in this. And I believe that this is a big factor that vegans are so lean because when you track your stuff and you eat animal products, you never know how much fat is in it, right? Because, yeah, there are a lot of fluctuations when you eat maybe fish or chicken or something. And I've recognized that a lot because I ate more calories and I haven't gained weight. So there mm-hmm. must be a reason. And when I eat maybe nuts, I know how much fats are in the nuts because the fluctuations are not so extreme like when you eat maybe chicken or yeah, beef or something. Okay. And so would you say that you're like a low fat vegan. Do you, are you talking about the macronutrient fat and you believe that uh, eating too much excess fat, the macronutrient will turn into fat? No. What I've meant is my overall calorie intake was lower than before. Oh, okay. When I tracked maybe chicken and I've added two grams of fat, Maybe in reality, it has been five, six, seven, or more of per 100 grams. Because I also talked about this with several people, and they had exactly the same experiences when they cut out all the, yeah, also Greek yogurt, you know. Also, when they write it down, you never know if it's really maybe 0.2% of fat or something. Maybe it's more, and I've recognized this a lot, that it's, yeah, you stay lean pretty easily, and I ate the same calorie amount. Yeah, I I definitely noticed the same thing when going vegan. Uh, I was someone who tried intermittent fasting along with veganism, and that just caused so much of a caloric deficit for me that I honestly 
lost too much fat. I I became almost to the point where I was skinny. Like I still had muscle, but I was extremely lean. And this definitely caused uh, a lot of fatigue in me. It definitely uh, decreased my cognition, uh, like you were talking about uh, how it increases cognition. Um, so you, you definitely have to pay attention to the calories you're eating, especially when you first go vegan, uh, because a lot of people don't realize how much less calorically dense vegan food is. And then on top of that, doing intermittent fasting, I don't think that, I I don't know your stance on intermittent fasting, but I think it's simply a tool to make it easier to lose weight because, you know, you're only, you only have this small time window where, where you're eating now. And so that added on to the low caloric density of foods and I wasn't tracking my macros at all during this time caused me to have a ton of fatigue and have all those problems. So, um, I, yeah, it's definitely, I, I truly believe unless you're, you know, just strictly eating junk food on a vegan diet, that it's going to be a lot easier for you to, uh, lose weight on this diet. And that's why you see so many people very easily lose weight on this diet without even really having to try. Uh, now I noticed that you said, did you say you were eating the same amount of calories as you were as a meat eater, but you were leaner on a vegan diet? And if that's yes, why do you think that is? Yeah. So first of all, I underline everything what you said. I experienced exactly the same results. And in my opinion, yeah, when you do intermittent fasting and eat whole foods, it's extremely hard to yeah gain fat and yeah when you don't eat granola or oatmeal in my opinion i've never have over exceed on my calories so that's for the first and to answer your question mm, yeah the thing is i tracked the same so the numbers on my app have been the same but as i told you I, we never know if a animal product has really so much fat how they sell to us when they write it when they write two percent fat and i track two percent fat and then i go vegan have the same numbers and pretty leaner for me that's a sign of the fat content must be more than Mm -hmm. written down that's really interesting i've never heard someone have that type of experience but honestly could definitely be true because fat, the macronutrient fat, as you know, is the macronutrient that has the most calories per gram. So if they were not tracking um, the the actual fat intake in these animals, then you're eating a lot more calories than you think. So that's that's really interesting. I'm, I'm really glad that you brought that up. And I'd love to talk about um, your your whole fitness journey with veganism. Um, so how, how has that changed over time and how has your performance in the gym changed through veganism? Just take me a little bit through like what you usually eat on a typical basis, uh, the macros you try to hit and the, the type of workouts you do. And if that is right for everyone. Yeah. So I, definitely recognized a faster recovery i recovered faster because my digestion was much more efficient 
And also my sleep improved because when I before I slept around maybe yeah re- nine hours roundabout, and now I sleep around six to seven hours. Um, I guess it's a lot with the alkalic foods because I ate a lot of whey and everything and these acid foods, and also I recognized it on my sweat and everything that this couldn't be healthy to live like a bodybuilder and this mm-hmm. this way of life is i guess it's not the healthiest and i've also thought about it when i was in my fitness journey it, is this really healthy what we do so eating animals drinking whey shakes going to the gym being sore every time and when I went vegan, I had the confirmation, yes, it was not the right way before. And now I feel much, much better. And also for me, wellness is also a big part. So I want to feel good. And even when there would be 1% more gains on a omnivore diet, what I don't believe yeah, my, my wellness and health and overall well-being has, yeah, skyrockets and I, I don't want to go back. Even when I would have maybe 1% more gains, my health and my overall performance, feeling good, having a good digestion, yeah, being active, being vibrant is much more, yeah, for my life. Yeah, I I love what you said about bodybuilding not really being a natural thing, which is absolutely true. I think that a lot of people go into lifting weights, gaining a ton of muscle mass, thinking that like this is the most optimal way for your body to function. And truth, like I do, I do not think that that is totally true. Bodybuilding is not a natural thing we were not meant really to have as much muscle as possible and have an incredible amount of muscle so you know there's a point i guess a threshold that gets broken by bodybuilders because obviously it's important to have a little bit of muscle on your body and it definitely helps with your health and well-being to have you know a decent bit of muscle on you but bodybuilding and just focusing on that and lifting weights, resistance training, and eating as much as you have to to like build, like gain weight. Like I, if I took like a BMI test, I know that BMI tests aren't actually accurate most of the time. Um, it would say that I'm overweight, and yeah, yeah. So I, I just I weigh like I'm over 200 pounds. Like this is not. It's not the most natural state, but I do it because, you know, I, I do want to show people that it is possible to build a lot of muscle on a vegan diet. And I do really enjoy having a lot of muscle. It does, it does boost my confidence. It makes me feel good. Uh, but as for if it's, as for if the amount of muscle I have is the most natural state for someone and the most optimal state for someone, honestly, probably not. And eating the amount of animals like if you were an omnivore like you said like how much whey protein you would take how how much animal products you were consuming to get that protein 
like that just makes it exponentially worse. So while, yeah, it, it, maybe it's possible that I would be bigger, more muscular if I was eating animals. Uh, although that even, I can't but really I be proven. What were you going to say? But I don't believe it. Right, right. Exactly. Even if it's st- like, I still would feel so much worse because t- not only is bodybuilding not a nat- not a very natural thing, but also eating that many animal products is very unnatural. So yeah, super, super happy that you touched upon that. What, what would a typical day of eating look like for you? What are the foods that you try to eat every single day? Yeah, I like the question. <laughs> yeah, maybe another thing I want to add in is, yeah, it's way more holistic and our overall health is improved tremendously. And yeah, bodybuilding is just going into one direction and mm-hmm. it is lacking in a lot of health aspects or life aspects. Definitely. And that for me, the absolute game changer so it is not something because a bodybuilder is so limited in his life and we not right we can live on and all other life areas are also growing and for a bodybuilder not the only thing what is growing are his muscles right (laughs) and that's it and right yeah so answer your next next thing um I also do intermittent fasting. So I have a pretty routine day. So I stand up, drink 500 milliliters of water with a lemon inside. And yeah, I do fasting to around 1 p.m., 2 p.m. And then I drink my smoothie. So it's my first meal. And this is more a meal replacement and also my pre-workouts. And there is inside a lot of fruits. So 300 grams of berries, all organic. And yeah, different types of fruits like bananas, apples, kiwi. And also a little bit of greens. So spinach or broccoli or how is it called? kale mm-hmm. and but not a lot just um to have energy inside the most vegetables i consume in the evening and yeah the rest is plant-based protein or also hemp powder and yeah then i wait around maybe one hour and but i don't drink the whole smoothie because i don't want to have so much load in my stomach when I go lifting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I have around 400 calories in my system. Most of them is protein and carbs. And then I go to the gym, go lifting, and then I drink the other half and maybe around three hours later. So around... 6 or 7 p.m. I make a lot of stuff to eat. So, yeah, carbs, protein, fats, everything. So in my evening time, around 6 or 7 p.m., I eat the most amount of my calories, 
because during the day I want to be or I want to stay efficient and don't want to have so much in my digestive system. So only the smoothie, so liquid food. And in the evening I eat the real stuff and yeah, I eat everything. I eat quinoa bowls, Buddha bowls and everything. So always the combination of starches, legumes, vegetables, or also avocados, seeds, tomato sauce. And after that, um, I fill up my kelts with yeah, all, all, all stuff. Maybe dried fruits, more the sweet stuff. I also eat maybe a small porridge when I have a lot of calories open. And what else? Yeah, dried fruits. And yeah, I, I do a lot of stuff. Also putting or acai bowls and everything. And yeah, there's nothing I don't consume. But the only thing I don't consume are gluten products. I don't want to consume it because, yeah, I felt um, yeah a little bit of brain fog. And my skin is not the best when I consume it. And when I don't consume it, my skin is, yeah, pretty clean. Oh, yeah, extremely clean. Yeah, I definitely recommend all those things to uh, aspiring vegans or vegans who are just trying to optimize their diet a little bit more. You seem like a very intuitive person. It seems like you have developed a skill of knowing and listening to your body and listening to your mind. Uh, when did that start? What was there? Was there a turning point, like a single turning point you can think of, or was this like a natural progression? Uh, was there something that happened in your life that you decided, I want to pursue more of a holistic lifestyle? Was it, or I, I guess we did, we did go over um, you getting Lyme disease. Uh, was that, was that the turning point? And like, how, how have you, how have you learned to develop yourself the way you have? Is there resources you can recommend? Uh, people you can recommend watching yeah so first of all why do you think i uh, or do i listen so intuitive or why do you think this um i can everything you have explained as to why you do the things you do like how bodybuilding isn't natural like you feel you've felt a lot within your body and you listen to uh, what your body is telling you and what your mind yeah. is telling you and you actually apply it, you don't ignore it. Um, and that just, it stood out to me several different things you said about, yeah, you know, being being sore with bodybuilding and questioning, is this really the optimal way of of living? And then with gluten, like you just mentioned, how you noticed that uh, it causes issues with your skin and possibly other issues. So it just seems like you have you've developed this really firm grasp of what is good for you and what isn't good for you, and that's something that a lot of people definitely lack. Yeah, pretty good that you talk about it. I I guess it's a thing of hypersensitivity, and I always was a person who is very. So I believe nothing. I believe nothing. Even when I read papers or a study, I try it out on my body or try it out on myself. 
and I have an extremely deep connection to my to my body, and I I think we lead a relationship with our body, and he's saying what he likes and what not. And when you can create such a good relationship with your body, it's like a partnership. Then mm-hmm. he will tell you what he don't like or where he's reacting maybe negative. And I had this since I'm a child. So always when somebody's talking to me, first I think, could this be true? So I'm very skeptical and then I try it out on myself and build my own opinion. And my body, in my opinion, is not lying because I have a... I do something and then I have a reaction. And the reaction, in my opinion, is the answer from my body. So when we have maybe a symptom, physical symptom on our body, for me, this is a sign. So he is telling you with his voice how he is reacting. And I've noticed this when I consume specific foods or in training and bodybuilding. I always have a reaction and my body signals me absolutely if it's right or if it's wrong. And I guess we all have this connection and this inner voice. And I guess this is a big problem nowadays because most people believe something without questioning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is very important for me that I try it out on myself and then I can build my own opinion because why are we doing this, right? Because we want to be healthy and the best version of ourselves. But who knows this best than our body, our own body? Mm-hmm. I, I love that so much. And there's something I really want to underscore there is I feel as though, and I talk about this a lot in my YouTube videos that are based around self-help and personal development. I believe it's harder for people to listen to their intuitive selves more these days because of how much information from other people we're consuming on a daily basis. Uh, This is at a rate which is so much higher than it was even, let's say, 10 years ago. So when you're constantly consuming the opinions of others, um, when you're on Instagram, scrolling through, seeing all these people talk about, hey, try this diet, do this, do this, it's hard to form your own opinion and you just start to believe the opinions of other people's more and you start to listen to your body and your mind less. So it's definitely it's definitely something you have to take back because social media, uh, the amount of information that's that can be consumed at all times right now has really taken that skill away from a lot of people. So uh, yeah, I, I hope a lot of people listening right now realize this and that they decide to, you know, cut back or at least start questioning, like you said, start questioning what people tell them, because I just also think that that is so, so damn important. So yeah, yeah, I appreciate you. I appreciate you talking about that. Now I would love to talk about 
your business and how that's grown, uh, how you've grown your Instagram. I really, really like your Instagram page. I think that I'm, I'm really fascinated by your infographics. Um, just the, the design of them are so great. The first question I have for related to the infographics is where do you get the the icons that you use in that like the one you just posted today uh right before we got on the podcast there was you know these cartoons of these muscular men where do you where are you getting these icons is someone making this yeah, for yeah you? i have a friend okay i have a friend who is doing it so i've done it on myself for over two years or well, i guess longer two and a half years and since around yeah, seven, eight months, a friend is doing it. And yeah, they look pretty cool it's about um, a lot of comic stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm also trying out all the time what people like. And of course, I want to find the perfect balance what I like most and what also the people like because both areas have to be satisfied. And yeah, for yeah, for example, the spiritual content, I have to do it for myself. I have to spread it. And mm-hmm. it's, it's also like a diary for me. So my Instagram is like, yeah, like a diary. But of course, my audience also has to see the value and the best and should take the best to make the best versions of themselves. So I put a lot of work in it, also in the infographics, that every vegan or people who want to become vegan, yeah, has the perfect, yeah, it's like a dictionary that they can scroll through the feed and get the information that they know exactly what to do to thrive on plants. Do you have a background in design? Or is this something is this something you learned uh, through? something else yeah i guess um it's a pretty cool question it's it, it fits to the previous question i guess my i guess it's the right the right brain area is extremely mm-hmm. overdeveloped so the creative part and the part of painting heart and yeah being intuitive and everything intuition expression and also questioning a lot of stuff and the other brain part is more the logic stuff so mathematics and logical mind black and white thinking time and i guess this is the reason why yeah correlating with the previous question why everything is like it is right so i don't have anything to do with designing but i'm into art i like to create stuff i like to build up things i like painting and i like designing but i never had a education or something in this but i guess i'm a very creative person and my right brain area is extremely overdeveloped and my left brain because in mathematics i always had really bad marks or particular in school i was not the best and i think i'm a very 
So exactly the different part. So the other side, the creative part. Also when people talk about maybe, I don't know if you are into psychedelics, but when mm -hmm. people talk about it, I think, okay, that, that's, not, that's normal. Um, so for them, it's a crazy experience. But for me, it is pretty normal to see things, to be creative and to create such infographics out from scratch, right? So it's a big thing of imagination and fantasy and taking a pen or taking the sheet and create something free from scratch. Right. Yeah, um, I would definitely consider myself more right-brained as well. I've always been a creative person. I've always been into art. That's why I started my YouTube is because I love creating videos and editing videos. I love the whole editing side to things. I just love using those different softwares to create stuff. I just it's it's super fun. Um, so yeah, that, that that definitely stands out with your work. You can definitely tell. Um, is there a reason why you have your your page set up the way that it is? Like one day you do infographics, the next day you do, I think it's like a food repost, and then the next day it's something like you talking? Yeah, it is. Because for me, it is a, it's a lifestyle and not a diet. So most people think vegan is a diet. And for me, it's much, much more than this. And yeah, as, a, as you said, left is the infographic. So the bodybuilding stuff, training, yeah, how we get fit, healthy, improve our fitness. And the middle area at the moment is, yeah, life also, yeah. Thinking in the positive way, because when you have the best vegan diet and the, yeah, are the healthiest person in a physical way, the... Yeah, your soul life is also highly important. It's a big part. And also on the right area, the recipe section. And people have, yeah, two times per week, a delicious recipe and a delicious bowl that they can cook and see it is more than just a diet. It is living. And in my opinion, it is, it is the future. The future humanity is holistic in my opinion mm -hmm. yeah i love that i i certainly i certainly hope so with the way that 2020 has been going i i do i, I would like to believe and part of me feels that uh 2020 has been a really big awakening for a lot of people understanding uh how th how messed up some and corrupt some things are set up within the world and how it requires a lot of introspection and a lot of reflection to take back your power and to uh, really understand have more self-awareness you know understand who you truly are um little off topic there but uh definitely wanted to say that um well definitely yeah definitely yeah yeah, so uh, with your your website now, because I, I was taking a look at it before we started here, it's it's really well set up, and I'm wondering did did you also 
design this? Did you get help with this? And like, what, what website, if you did design it, like, did you use like some website designer and like, is there, it seems like you have a good understanding of the marketing side of things, even though you are more of a right brain person. Um, so I'm just wondering, like, how did you set up your website? Was there a, a, a strategy to this? Uh, because I know you have like a lot of different coaching, coaching options and like books and whatnot. So did you get help with this or did you, did you design this and what, what, what is the, what are some of the marketing strategies you used? Yeah, it's pretty funny that you say this because in my opinion, it is not good. (laughs) But I think the reason is because I'm never, yeah, I'm never satisfied with the work. And maybe that's the reason why it looks good in your opinion, because a lot of people say it looks good. But in my opinion, it is, yeah, pretty rookie level. (laughs) And maybe a real online marketer, when I would consult a real online marketer, I guess it would look completely different. And it's always a difference between if something looks good or if something performs good. And I guess there would be much more, yeah, you know, you can always do some things better and there's always a way to optimize everything. But I guess when an online marketer would set up everything again, yeah, it would look completely different. So for me, in my opinion, I'm always a beginner. Nothing is pretty good. Also, my Instagram, everything is for me like, okay, it's a good starting point, but this is um, level one. And I guess in my mind, I will always stay like this because this is giving you that yeah drive to grow definitely yeah i'm i'm the complete same way i'm usually always judging my work um but i use that as a a catalyst for growth i think it's really important to uh take a look at your work to accept it and to be happy with it but maybe not be satisfied with your work and to always strive to get better because like you said you can always make it better like there's always something you can do to tweak one of your posts one of your captions uh and also with with your website uh so you you set up the website completely by yourself you're saying one one friend helped me but he also not a pretty professional guy but i guess he's better than me it's a wordpress okay and this website you generate enough income on it to make a living off of it yeah gotcha so out of all of your actually first i want to ask you do you ever how do you get people to your website? Is it just through Instagram? Do you have other ways of that? Do you have other ways that people are reaching your website? Yeah, it's 
mainly Instagram and I also have a Facebook group. Okay. So I have a group where I spread also content and that are the two main sources. I've also tried to run ads, but I think I'm not really good at it. And I also have to set up a, it's yeah, it's pretty complicated in my opinion to yeah, set up a funnel and then you have to connect the Facebook pixel and everything has to be on point and yeah, it's so I can do way, way, way better with more maybe automatism and everything. So ads and PPC marketing. But yeah, as I told you, I guess I'm not the best person in these things. But I guess it's highly important. Yeah, it's definitely something that I need to learn a little bit more about. I'm in the process of redesigning my whole website completely because I wanted to like most of the income I generate from my brand is through Instagram DMs. I've just found that that has been the most effective for me when I tell people to DM me through my story or through a post. Uh, I get the most clients, the best conversion rate when I'm talking to them one on one. Um, but I believe with your with your coaching and stuff. Some of the things you like, you have them contact you first. Um, like, is is there like a consultation uh, before, like a free consultation before they commit to anything, or do they just buy right away? No, no, it's a consultation first. So it's pretty similar. Okay. Like yours. So we are in contact in the DMs and chatting around, and then they apply for a consultation call and then we talk around yeah what problems what struggles where they are standing at the moment and then we decide if it makes sense or not because for a lot of people there's only one little thing they have to change and then it works but the, the other people they are have so much problems it makes no sense to give them any advice because they need a coach. Right. Right. And you provide the coaching, correct? Like that's, that's part of what you do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My only problem is I, I really want to get more people to my website and generate more income from my website. Um, that is something that I guess is more of a struggle uh, at this point. So yeah, that's why I'm re redesigning my website. I think that the way my website is up and the way I have payments set up is just uh, reducing the conversion. Like there might be people going to my website, but I feel as though a lot of them aren't purchasing anything because of the way that it's set up. And I, it's, partly because I went to school originally for computer science. So I know programming and I like my current website up right now. I coded all myself, but wow, crazy man. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That took, that, that was a, that was a long project. Um, but because of that, I, I don't have that much knowledge in programming. Uh, because of that, I feel like it's not very optimized at all. So now, now I'm using something like WordPress. It's just Squarespace where I'm, going to be redesigned my website and hopefully that leads to 
to more conversions because yeah, I definitely want to, I definitely want to have more, more clients that go there and uh, I'll probably set up like consultations on there as well. Uh, your, your website's definitely a lot looking a lot like what I would want mine to and the type of stuff that I would want to do. Cause you do a lot what, of what website you mean? Because I have two, I have an old one oh. and a new one. Uh, it's satisforest.de. No, no, no. I, that's the old one. Oh, really? So I've started with Skype coachings. That's the the page you, you see, right? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I mean, you have about me coaching recommendations, all that at the navigation, yeah. but maybe I have to redirect the URL to the other page because the real page is stephangerbel.com. Oh, okay. That's, that's only for consulting so for the free consultation call because yeah, you have to make it very strict and direct for the people. Why are you on the page? And when you have more offers on one page, people don't know what I'm doing here. And right. with a specific consulting page, people know exactly oh, what it is about. And that, I guess, is a big problem for the most that they have a lot of stuff on their page so that the customer gets confused. Right. And then they don't know, know what to do and they bounce. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hugely important is uh, one quote I, I read when I was reading a marketing book was, if you confuse them, you lose them. And that, yeah, that really clicked for me. So yeah, I'm, I'm checking out your stefangerbal.com page. This is a lot more, this is something I see a big trend I see uh, within marketers and people who have their own business. It is like you're constantly explaining why they should go to you. And as you scroll down farther throughout the page, you give them more and more reasons to commit. Um, so is this, this page, this Stefan, Okay, it's it looks like it's just like actually, yeah. Um, scheduling a consultation that's great. Okay, yeah, this is that's something I definitely should set up on my on on my website or get a page going like this. And th is this also WordPress? Yeah, it's also WordPress. Okay, and yeah, if you if you want to talk about it, we can also talk about it because. I, you, you, you see the old page. It also worked, but mm -hmm. I guess it's always better to have for every single product or service you want to bring to your client, you need a single page. And I also have the eBooks. I have eBooks now, and also for them, I have a single page because when you have everything on one page, it's like you go into a restaurant and there is, for example, an an Asian dinner and an Austrian dinner and an Italian pizza and maybe an Bavarian guy who is cooking. And around this restaurant is a real Thai or a real Italian pizza and a real Bavarian cooker or something. Where do you go when you want to go eating Thai? 
did you get guidance on how to create this page? Were you were you coached on this, or did you did you just go off of uh, an example that you've you've seen? Because this is this is a a type of page that I've seen a lot of times uh, iterated a little bit differently based on the business. Uh, so did you just like follow what people usually do with pages like this? Yeah, I, a lot of my money I put in into mentorings and coaching. Also, I let coach me because uh, it's an investment investment in myself. Mm-hmm. So I guess also for a coach, we need also coaches. And I made a mentoring how to... Yeah, what's the best option to make your client active to do the consultation call or to do the strategy call? And yeah, there are modern ways nowadays. And I guess we should use them because the numbers don't lie, right? Our conversion rate is saying the truth. And if we think the page is looking good or something is looking great, doesn't matter because the the numbers say if it's working or not. Okay, great. Yeah, I'm I'm really glad we we talked a little bit about this. Um, and definitely, if I have questions with what I'm gonna do in the future, I'll I'll let you know. Um, but I'd like to. We're we're nearing the end here. I don't want to take up too much more of your time. Yeah, I, I like to wrap things up towards the end by. Talking more about just general personal development things, uh, I understand that you have been a pretty intuitive person since you were little, like you said, Uh, but are there any books, any websites, any videos that you can recommend that really impacted or any people that have really impacted uh, your self-help journey? Yeah, yeah, there are a lot of people. So, How Not to Die is a great book. Do you know it? Yeah, by um, Gregor, right? <laughs> Michael, is that, I think that's his name. Dr. Michael Gregor. Yeah, Michael Gregor. Okay, yeah, yeah. Haven't read it, though. Yeah, that's a, that's a great book. And also... Kind of study, you also know. Right. Yeah, I know that one as well. Reversing Diabetes is also a great book. And yeah, there are so many great books out there. I also read books from Joe Dispenza or Eckhart Tolle. I'm also pretty deep into mind and spirituality. So for me, it's more like mind, spirit, and body, and all of this with plants. So for me, yeah, it's not only bodybuilding or health. It's also the, the deeper stuff or the, the mental stuff. And that's why I read books around these topics. So not only vegan books, also Joe Dispenza, Eckhart Tolle, or Ryan Holiday is also a great, great guy. So I read a lot of stuff. And yeah, The Secret is also a great book. And yeah, I I'm, I love reading. What about you? I have really been influenced by 
uh, Tim Ferriss. He's a, an entrepreneur, investor. Uh, Gary Vee's been a big inspiration. Um, I've also read Eckhart Tolle. I've read The Power of Now, which yeah. was an incredible book. Uh, and I am also someone who is into spirituality and you know, more of a holistic approach on things. I really do believe in these things and becoming a spiritual person has profoundly impacted my life and made me a happier, more self-aware person. I think that that's something I do make, uh, personal development related videos on YouTube, but I would love to not only coach people, I, I would love to do what you do, like coach people, not only on the body aspect, the nutrition aspect, but also the mind aspect. So that's something that I definitely think I want to develop uh, more into my brand and like get more options to get clients for just optimizing the whole human experience. I really, I really do love that you do that. And that's something that I aspire to do more than just, uh, you know, bodybuilding, losing fat. I think it's, there's a lot more to it that makes me succeed in those areas. I think that all areas uh, of the human experience have to be optimized in order for, you know, those specific things to work. So yeah, I, I've self-help is something I picked up about three years ago when I started my, my YouTube channel, which is when I started deciding like I want to pursue a career in which I'm doing what I love every single day and working for myself because I am someone who is very bad at working when I'm working a job I don't like. I've always had a lot of jobs in the restaurant industry and I've, abs I've absolutely hated them and I work so much worse. And now with my business, my brand and what I'm doing, I'm working, you know, <laughs> pretty much from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed, but it doesn't feel like work for me. It's just, I, I love to do it. I genuinely wouldn't want to be doing anything else. And I love learning yeah. and this, like, I just want to spend, you know, the majority of my life developing myself into a better person. And I feel like you and I definitely definitely relate on that level it's it's been it's been really great talking to you and i want to end it off with one more question for you and that question is when you think of the word successful who is the first person that comes to your mind and why yeah so to be honest the first person i have in my mind are two people and maybe you're laughing but it's it's jesus christ and buddha and because so what does success mean, right? So for everybody, it's it's different. And yes, we have our businesses, but and maybe we are successful, but what does success mean? And I guess so you, you've seen maybe my, my journey. I've also traveling around in Asia, and I always had the question, and I would lose everything. So everything what I have at the moment, that the only thing what is left at the at the end is my is myself. Would I be still be successful? Because I guess I would be still pretty happy. And I guess I would answer this question with these two people. So I guess with when you are satisfied with your current situation, have no inner conflicts anymore, 
and vibrate on a high frequency, then yeah, this is success for me. Just being yourself and not correlated on physical or material things. And when I would lose everything and I just have to pick up coconut on Thailand and I still can go to the gym and can smash the weights and enjoy the good food, I would still be, I still would say to myself, I'm successful because I'm here, I'm healthy, I have two arms, can go to the gym and I'm the most, yeah, that's the richest and the biggest wealth we can have to just be here and do every day that what we want to do every single day. That's the new success to be a person who can say this without having fear to lose every external things. I love that so much, man. I, it's, I, I could not agree more with you. Uh, I think that wealth and money are two different things. And to truly be wealthy, you wake up every day happy. You don't have those inner conflicts. And you just love what you're doing every single day. I think that's, that is the true definition of success, not how much money you have or how many friends you have. Uh, or how many followers you have. Um, so I, yeah, love that so much. And it was so nice talking to a like-minded person. I definitely have a lot to learn from you. And I've I've learned a lot already through this, this uh, interview. So I really do appreciate you coming on to the show today, Stefan. Thank you so much for your guidance and for all the value that you brought. And... One last thing, where can people find you if they want to find you? What are your social medias? Yes, yeah, so I want to say the same. So it was a great, great podcast. And if you want, maybe when you're in Asia, I invite you. Maybe we can enjoy time together, going to the gym, having the best meals, and yeah, having the best time. Yeah, let me know, contact me, or any other person here on that podcast. Yeah, let's have maybe a good time and yeah i i, I, I love being in the sun and yeah eating fruits going to the gym that's the most fulfilling for me and yeah it's always great to share it with other people about the question with social media yeah my instagram is status forest so s-a-t-i-s-f-o-r-e-s-t and yeah, on LinkedIn and on Facebook, my name is Stefan, Stefan Gerbel. And yeah, my homepage is stefangerbel.com. And there you can find all information about me. And also, if you want to book a free consultation call, you can apply for it. And yeah, that's all I have. I don't have YouTube or something like this. And I'm pretty fine. I'm a fan of minimalism. Right. All right. I guess that wraps it up then. Thank you so much, Stefan. Um, and yeah, have a good rest of your day. Yeah, Cole. Thanks for the podcast. And also to you the same. Have a great evening. And yeah, looking forward to hear from you. Absolutely. <laughs>